Welcome to Season 2 of Bringing Down the Grindhouse, the podcast where we discuss horror in media. And tonight, grab your headphones and let your ears bleed as we delve into Horror in Music, Episode 2. I'm Mitch. I'm Murr. I'm Justine. And I'm Jonathan. Hey guys, Happy New Year's. Happy New Year! (laughs) Thank God! 2021, we made it! It's over, but it's not. It's not, it's definitely not. (laughs) Not until, what, January 20-something when Donald Trump leaves office? Yeah, there you go. They kicking and screaming. (laughs) (laughs) Dragged by his diaper. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Got to get the military to get me out of here. I'm getting so fucked up that day. (laughs) Bruh, I got so fucked up on election night. (laughs) Oh, my God. And I didn't even get the results. I know. We really (laughs) didn't. Yeah, yeah, we were just like, oh, drink, drink, (laughs) Yep. check phone. Oh, not happening. Oh, it's the morning over? Oh, still not happening? (laughs) Drink, drink, morning over. I don't care. Drink. It's true. Oh, it's been three weeks and we still don't have a decision here? Yeah, that's great. (laughs) Okay. I mean, we already made a decision, but people are still kind of reluctant to believe that decision. Which yeah, is kind of, uh, there's people that don't want to accept this. Man, I don't know how there's still Trump parades and rallies going on right now. Me like, either. y'all look so fucking dumb. Y'all, the fucking, the fucking sales, though. Trump merch. Everything has to go 30% that. off. Oh, Let's that was, go. That's that fucking picture that I sent you. I was driving and I saw this and it was a little like little stand <laughs> on the side keep of the freeway. On losing. <laughs> and this dude was just selling a whole bunch of Trump shit and just said, it's clear and sale. Everything must go. I was like, oh, they just keep on losing, don't they? I, <laughs> I mean, here, here's, the, here's the thing about it. If you're a capitalist, if you're selling shirts, get your money while you can. <laughs> <laughs> Real, real, <laughs> real shit though. Real shit. <laughs> oh Adapt or die. That is the Great. capitalist way. Well, shit. So yeah, we've we're, we've committed to a second season of the podcast, so we're gonna do it for another year. Hey, you got a renewal. Hey. The right. last two years were just season one. Uh, right, it was an extended. We were season we were one. figuring yeah. out how to get the details just right. So we're gonna do something new for these podcasts for this year, which is that they're gonna be shorter. We're going to try to get them around 30 to 45 minutes because I know an hour or an hour and a half is a commitment listening to podcasts. And so (laughs) this can be your commute to work. This can be a break, your lunch break, be able to listen to the whole episode. And this will be a little easier to listen in on. And there's no real like playbook for making podcasts. Also, yeah, (laughs) there really isn't. So everyone that does it is going to do it a different way and is going to learn through the trials and errors of making a podcast. So if you are listening... Sean. <laughs> Thank you to our new Patreon yes. supporter, Patreon Sean. Patreon has been adjusted. It is now only one level, and it is $2 to get all of the exclusive content. That's it. One. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and we still have and we still have merch up on Teespring yes. as well. Check it out. Check it out. Yep, they're pretty great. They're These pretty two, sexy, if yeah, you ask me. Mm-hmm. These get are... some soft, sexy threads. <laughs> Hell yeah. These are the only two sources of income because we're not fucking sellout. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 Please give us money. We're not Corpo trash here. <laughs> oh, well, that's the thing. No weird ads at the beginning for toothpaste. If you be if you begin your support on Patreon, it helps us out. But also, it helps us make an episode that you would like to see. Perhaps yeah, you have a movie, requests. a book, a video game, some kind of music. Anything really could help us out uh, to get content that you want to see from us. So every little bit helps. Those $2 in your bank account could be better spended. <laughs> spended. 
and and literally like days after changing it we got a we got a patreon uh, so i picked a myriad of different songs to do this to this we did a uh, horror episode oh like fuck like a while ago when, when it was just me and john and we did it uh and we covered you know like a, like a few different five, ones yeah, about five, five songs or so and all of the songs that we cover are not necessarily from horror movies or anything like that they're just songs that have horror elements in either their lyrics right. or the sound or both so i picked the first song that we'll cover of course is um i think of demons by rocky erickson from 1981 and a uh, little bit of backstory on Rocky Erickson, of course. Uh, he was actually his his band, The Elevators, in the '60s was were big uh, spokespeople for the psychedelic movement of that time, and so he got a lot of uh, eyes on them from like you know the, the feds and whatnot. And uh, at one point, he was actually arrested with a single joint on the street. I forget what city it was in. But he was arrested and taken to court, and then he had to plead insanity to not go to prison. And then they gave him electroshock therapy, and then he came out with schizophrenia. And then he actually went back <laughs> into the hospital again because he had a schizophrenic episode and then had shock therapy again. That fucking sucks. And, uh, yeah, and he makes uh, music. So uh, we'll do a quick listen. Yeah, let's play a little clip from them real quick. Yeah, a little, a little click to, get our, to remind ourselves. describe the sound of that one of that particular song man i'm always kind of iffy about saying the actual genres of things because there's so many different subgenres <laughs> yeah, really into, and people get they can become Very real dicks picky. when you miss genre <laughs> oh, oh, something absolutely. absolutely you know uh one thing i always have to talk about with music because i i was in a rock and roll history class you have to find yes. something that you like about it even if it's the bass line even if it's the beat Something to find a grasp of something that you like in it, but there is no such thing as bad music. There's only bad ways to discuss music. There's this country music. No, no <laughs> shit. Except for country. Yeah, Except you're for right, Johnny John. Cash. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. But, but that was the thing. We will have words after this, sir. Send me hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. Like I've heard, like there's no such thing as bad music, but there's bad ways to discuss music. So. Argue your point, bitch. <laughs> well, my point with this song is I feel like it's kind of one of those, I mean, w would you say it's like 70s, like 70s, 80s? It definitely of has like a 60s, 70s vibe to me. Yeah, totally. And I, I, I think that this falls underneath folk rock. Yeah, I was about to say, it feels like something I would listen to if I was driving out somewhere in the boonies. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like like some Credence Clearwater type stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly lines. what yeah, it is. Absolutely. Uh, I feel like this is one of those things where it's like definitely introspective on his mind, especially being in a psych ward, seeing demons, but it's also like a precursor to emo because you're feeling this certain way and you're trying to describe it in a song, but the song is happy as fuck. Yeah, very upbeat, <laughs> tuned to like sad lyrics. Yeah, this kind of reminds me of the song "Everybody Wants to Rule the World," which the yes. lyrics are really dark and depressing, but the song just makes you want to dance. <laughs> <laughs> and this song makes me want to dance. It also makes me want to kind of like smoke 
smoke like a cig and just think about something. Yeah, like and go, go cruising down like a yeah. country road in the sunlight or something like that. But, but, yeah, is, them demons are after me. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but the th- interesting part of the lyrics in this one, he says, like, they never, he says, like, I think of demons, they never kill. I think of demons, they never will. So it's almost like I'm seeing all these things and they don't do anything wrong, but I'm seeing them around everybody. Yeah. Sort of idea. And I think that that's just really, like, creepy as well. He describes them, like, as with, like, horns with black tips and like you know, and like blood, but blood never touches my lips, and like fanged, dazed moonlight and whatnot, and then talking about Lucifer and whatnot. So it's got like that satanic sort of edge on it as well. It's got a nice combo of things that makes a really good song. It's got a distinct voice, that yeah. solo guitar playing over right. a very oh, chill riff, though, yeah. bass that's going on. You're like, this is great. The combo of that always gets people. Yeah, how the, the how, lead lick is fucking great. yeah. How I feel about this song, it's like you're going on a road trip. This is the first song that plays on your road trip. They're like, yeah, let's get the fuck out of Dodge and get out of here. But who the fuck says, let's get the fuck out of Dodge? So you're going on a road trip, but then the psycho killer rolls up. That's that kind of road trip. <laughs> the psycho killer. Psycho killer. So I think we've, we've pretty much delved as deep into uh, Rock, Rocky Erickson as we possibly can. So I'll move on to the next song. <laughs> for the for the moment <laughs> for the moment for the moment yeah exactly there there he has a lot of music like edging from the 60s and whatnot all the way up to you know i think he he died in like 2010 i want to say how much music did he end up making a lot oh so quite a bit he even had like then? a like a creative slump as well where he kind of stopped making music oh dang which with being like i can imagine being like with like with schizophrenia and whatnot i mean i've heard yeah things of him being in his house and he has tons of radios just cranked up on static just to like drown out the voices in his head and stuff so like he had a very extreme case for you know for him and whatnot but uh i will move on to the second song now ah yes which is uh all my friends are zombies by the priscillas came out (laughs) in 2004 which is like really interesting for um this particular song but we'll listen to it Hell yeah, that's a great song. Uh, <laughs> so, um, uh, this is definitely a punk song. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. totally. I, I think they go as like like pop garage punk. I think is what I've seen them described as, which is such a weird like. <laughs> what's the garage part of things? Like, is I think it's just like the the not clear yeah. recording. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not like a very like not very clean or something yeah. Along those yeah. Lines. But I mean, would it, it would be weird as hell if you had a punk song that was clean. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, it's, a little, it's a little not punk to be clean. Yeah, right? you're yeah. like, why the fuck would I record in a studio? We, we call that converge. <laughs> <laughs> I like converge. Don't don't get me wrong. <laughs> They're a good band. But yeah, I mean, the the song basically goes on about you know them just being at a punk show, and then they encounter like the whole band encounters this crazy grandma who's shooting at them <laughs> and killing all of the lead singer's friends. And then they all turn into zombies and whatnot. And it's it's a really fun, upbeat song, though, especially since it's dealing with something pretty dark, honestly. Yeah, I feel like the vocals are really fun, upbeat. They kind of remind me of, like, some 60s pop songs. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It totally has that. But, like, 
it also thrashes at the same time. Like mm-hmm. you want to fucking just jam out <laughs> to this shit when you listen to it. I oh, just yeah. want to jangle and move around. <laughs> I I love the intro. Are you ready, girls? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is the best. There's a special place in my heart for bands that do stuff like that, where they have the theatrics at the beginning of yelling and then how dirty the recording sounds. On top of the fact that you know they would probably jump off stage and like whoop some ass if someone was heckling them. Right. <laughs> That's the thing. It reminds me of that other song that we talked about a little bit from uh, fucking Tarantino's film. Oh, uh, fucking Chick Habit. Yeah, Chick I Habit. Love Chick That's Habit. that same vibe. Same vibe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it definitely has that, that 60s vibe, and it came out in 04, which is very interesting. Yeah, yeah. what the fuck? Um, their music video is also very 60s Hell yeah. vibe as well. So they're going for a certain theme. They know what they're That's doing. That's the thing. With punk, you just need bar chords and a fast drummer. <laughs> yeah, True. There you go. Yeah, he's got it. That's basically And it. a very special voice. Yeah, You don't right? hear punk singers who sound like normal. Yeah. Well, They always got some weird raspy, nasty kind of thing going on with their vocals. It's well, true. I, I mean, Her voice kind of is pretty makes this one deep. stand out because she has a pretty clean delivery and whatnot. And it sounds really good. Yeah. Like, I enjoy it a lot got a lot of style i feel like that's usually where these bands will go they have a distinct style you'll know it when you see it and it makes their merch really cool oh, yeah. <laughs> right absolutely yeah so that's what i really liked about it and i love the pop getting like blended in there whenever I always, do that i always really like songs that tell a story and this is legit Same. just telling a wild ass story about hanging out after a show and someone rolling up on you yeah exactly <laughs> but a grandma of all people yeah grandma some grandma like who would expect grandma to pull out a fucking revolver and just go ham just, like, uh, yeah, all, and all your friends are covered in junk food and blood and yeah, stuff weird beers and burgers yeah. and shit <laughs> But, like, if you've been to a punk show, you've definitely had that moment where you're chilling with your friends after drinking a couple it, beers, getting a pizza or some shit. I'm pretty <laughs> yes. sure hitting in and out after a show at Soma is oh, definitely, yeah. like, a thing that oh, I yeah. have done multiple times. For a little context, if you're from San Diego, you probably know of Soma. It's yeah, definitely. It's a hardcore venue that I don't think they're around anymore. Are no, they're, they're still there. They yeah, still they're still around? there. Didn't they, like, move or something? I have, I have the deets. Ah, deets, give it to us. So Soma no longer does local punk shows or hardcore shows anymore. <laughs> they realize that they don't get any money from it because of the ticket sales. Oh. Uh, if you ha- were able to play Soma, good good job because you cannot play no longer. Unless <laughs> a band wants you to play specifically on the bill, they now serve alcohol. Yo. <laughs> well, that was a mistake. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like last time I went, I mean, they're very, very, very true to what, they were trying to do, but right. it's very corporate now. They very much just like beer, beer sales and fucking ticket sales. Sounds like the Che. <laughs> hey, the Che's free. The Che's free, the and they che don't sell cafe alcohol. Is bullshit. Hey, it's hey, all I vegan. had to pay last time I went to the Che. Oh, then you didn't volunteer. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> San Diego conflicts aside. I mean. <laughs> You've seen you've seen a venue turn into like a punk haven into a fucking corporate mom. I mean, I guess it's not like Che Rivera was you know a fucking communist sociopath, but whatever. I don't agree with that. <laughs> yeah, he, he was horrible. He totally didn't kill his own people. Anyway, hey. moving on. <laughs> <laughs> they like to sweep that che under the was rug. Innocent, don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> what a great socialist Marxist. Anyway, oh. <laughs> he did what he aimed for. <laughs> He did what he wanted. Yeah, he died. (laughs) 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 Oh, 
man. Ah, but shit. we digress. So, <laughs> Back but, to the but speaking of songs, <laughs> speaking of songs that deal with um, a story, the next song we have up is one of my favorites that I actually found recently, and I've gotten myrrh on board with this one, but that's Camouflage by Stan Ridgeway from 1986. Listen to that real quick. quite a bit there's a little bit more because the song tells like a big long ghost story essentially which is uh kind of what brings it into this this horror discussion um because it takes place takes place in the in the vietnam war obviously Mm -hmm. um and it's basically just about a soldier who's by himself and he's been cornered his weapons fucked up and then this random like big marine dude comes up and is like yo if charlie wants to tango now he's got two to dodge Oh, fucking love that shit. Yeah, that's so good, dude. So fucking good. So, so when Mitch showed me this song, I was like, okay, whatever. But then he kept playing it in his car, and then eventually I was just like, my boss sucks. He's like, well, if Ernie, Ernie wants to tango, he's got two to dodge. And now I just yeah. say that shit all the fucking time. It's the song is so fucking good, and that's the thing. If you listen to this, you'll be like, this song is like whatever. You know, it's like kind of like upbeat, kind of like boom, boom. Boom, boom. This is a song you'd hear in a western. Absolutely, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it totally has that country yeah. western vibe. This to it is like sure. when you had those old school songs where they told you this whole story about a shootout at high noon and <laughs> tell you about this cool cowboy. Who That's has what's his... like really interesting yeah. about the way this song sounds because when it starts, it's definitely eighties. Like you yeah. get oh, that yeah. little like kind of synth in the background, yep. got a nice little chingly guitar going on. <laughs> but then you hear his voice, and it's like, oh, you kind of get that galloping rhythm going on. Yeah. Yes. instruments and like the guitar and whatnot and I his mean, voice is like lone ranger type shit going oh yeah on. No, oh that's absolutely. it yeah yeah totally and i it's I a think banger that, <laughs> like, you know, stan, stan ridgeway is very much like a country artist that really wanted to make 80s music fuck and then like, <laughs> yeah. and then like combined both of those things and yeah. i think it, i think it works a lot for a lot of his mother music too which is not in my opinion not quite as awesome as camouflage is but it's definitely up there for sure well Camouflage is one of those songs that you show to someone. The intro is like, okay. But then when you, you hear Stan Ridgeway's voice and then you hear him talking about a guy that's swinging palm trees and hitting people. And then you realize it's a ghost story near the end of it because nice. Camouflage has been dead for years and he doesn't exist anymore. He, he, he died like, like uh, in the song, he dies like, like the night before all of this happens. Right. And the last thing he says is that he wants to save a young Marine caught in a barrage. Oh, is this whole thing so like that was like the last thing and like sort of deal and that's how that's where the song goes anyway but he's like picking up palm trees and hitting people with them and like catching bullets and like you know like bullets go right on through him and he just fucking like helps this guy out basically 
And so it's got, that's pretty much, pretty much the entire gist of it, but it's a really cool, like really well-told story song. And I, I love yeah. songs that tell stories. Those are like some of my favorite and you have one in every genre, almost every decade people will make a song like that. And so you usually can find stuff like this and it's really enjoyable. Or they'll just dedicate their entire van to making songs right. like that, <laughs> yeah, which exactly. I'm so into. Hell yeah. I, I actually didn't know why the Viet Cong were referred to as Charlie's during the Vietnam War. I didn't understand that at all. So I looked it up and I found out that in like, I guess it's like military code, you know, like when, like Whiskey Tango Foxtrot, sort of shit like that, that um their, their code for Viet Cong was Victor Charlie. So then henceforth, Hence for Charlie's. And that was just like the simple, like, you know, straightforward answer to that. We got Charlie's over there, boys. Yeah, there exactly. is also That's a very mean. racist aspect of it. You can go ahead and think about what starts with the C. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> what, Chinese? Is that what you're thinking? No. Or, no? Okay, I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything for that. I just oh. know that it's it's based on like I can't I can't think oh, of anything. Innocent, for that. You're innocent sweet child. <laughs> yeah. I'm so innocent, I don't oh, know. Oh, I get what you're saying now. Yeah, no, I got it. I'll just say communist just to put oh, a drape gotcha. over you're that. Oh, about communist? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't I... say it on here, so now I don't know. Maybe. Anyway, so which I guess I'll just sit and not know what john means uh, i'll tell you <laughs> off mic okay, gotcha. i do know the one really bad one that they used for them as well which i also will not say on here but <laughs> yes. beside the point anyway yes uh, anyway but it's got the cool theme of the vietnam thing it's a ghost story it's it's interesting for Twanky sure guitar upbeat bass just really fun yeah and definitely. you feel that dob uh, that Bob Dylan vibe from it a little. Oh, totally. Yeah, he also really wanted to be Bob Dylan, too. He yeah. looks like him a lot. Yeah, he definitely does. He absolutely does. Now, sure. all the dudes back then rock the Jufro. They did! Yeah. Yo! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, shit. This is like the time someone told me Kiss was just Boomer ICP. <laughs> ah! <laughs> You're not wrong. Holy Kiss shit. Kiss Nation, Juggalos, same thing. Yeah, same fucking thing. All right, so uh, we'll move on to the next song, which is, I'm sure you're all going to know this one, though. Uh, Thriller by Michael Jackson from 1982. The song that needs no introduction. No introduction whatsoever. <laughs> I don't even need to name it. Let's take a listen in case you are under a rock and unaware. Yeah, I never heard this song. defining of a specific moment in time and became a cultural phenomenon <laughs> oh yeah it's it's a it's a staple that album i think is one of the best-selling albums like i think ever. it still is oh, yeah. i think it's still like, the best-selling album think, of all it, time yeah i think it, some things have came close to it but they just never got over that mark 
and yeah, so he still holds oh, the title. It's, definitely up it's there like for sure. X amount of platinum. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because it just kept selling. It kept selling albums, and it's just one of those songs that you can still play it however many years later, and people will love this song. And the th- the thing is, I want to bring up the music video because that was an that's iconic, probably the most iconic part. Yeah, of that. it's great. That's red red jacket, <laughs> red jacket. Uh, the thing is, it was directed by John Landis, who we talked about. He did the. Uh, American Werewolf in London. Yep. And it was also uh, also has a fucking monologue made by Vincent Price, who is fucking amazing. Yes. Love it. Uh, uh, no introduction to him. <laughs> I think probably one of the most iconic things about this music video, too, is the dance sequence that takes place yep. in the beginning. Because I feel it's like this redone. dance has been done by every fucking buddy. Yeah. Everybody knows this dance. Everybody has seen at least this dance phrase. Like, My favorite is the prisons that do it. Yeah. I'm <laughs> not going to lie. That shit is pretty cool when you got like 100 plus people doing it. I know this dance. Love it. Your mama knows this dance. That's the thing. It has really good synth line. The bass line. Every Michael Jackson bass line is a beater, man. It just hits you. You feel grooving. When Michael Jackson died, I mean, all of his sales went up respectively. But the thing is, Thriller is just one of those songs that is iconic in its own wake. And nothing really compares to Thriller. Because it is a Halloween song, it's a fun song, but you're gonna hear it on a pop radio every now and Shows then. Shows up every Halloween, every Halloween since yeah. it came out, it has been played on the radio. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's so infectiously catchy too. It's yeah. just a really catchy. It's really danceable, ob- obviously. You know, and, we were all uh, dancing while it was yeah. playing. It's also got it's also got that that totally epic ending too from like the the creepy voice at the end. It's like the foulest stench in the air, the funk of forty thousand years, and grisly ghouls from every tomb are closing in to seal your doom. And though you fight to stay alive, your body starts to shiver, for no mere mortal can resist the evil of the thriller. Uh, yeah, it's so good. Anyway, and then the... the <laughs> some awesome but, writing. Hell I yeah. feel like, honestly, this whole album, and especially this video concept, drew a lot of inspiration from Night of the Living Dead, specifically Night of the Living Dead 2, yep. in regards to like the costuming and the stylized, like the stylization of this entire album and process. Because, like... Michael Jackson is the only pop artist I've seen that rolls out in a fucking like leather jacket, fucking belt with the rings and the bullets and all that <laughs> shit. It can still look fly as fuck and people love that shit. But you see that style now and it's definitely more of like a specific thing in regards to like punk culture. Yeah. Or anything that you would see people wearing at shows, Michael Jackson fucking wore and everyone ate that shit up. <laughs> I mean that's I mean, I wonder if Michael Jackson really did enjoy punk stuff. And just didn't talk about it, you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. I believe it because yeah. I mean, considering some of the iconic works that he's done that haven't been maybe as popular as Thriller, he had a lot of political messages, and I feel like the he political did, yeah. is really what's the foundation of punk is going against something that is oppressive, and that's something he spoke out a lot about in his music. I mean, I mean, not to mention even the year, yeah. the year that this came out, that was like some of the heyday for some of sort of a lot of punk acts too. That yep. was like when it was really big was during the 80s and like late 70s as well so you have that aspect too so that well he was truth to that he was thrown into that genre as a kid so he never really got to explore other kinds of music he sort of did like in the 2000s with his sister but other than that it really wasn't too much going on i know he wanted to do other kinds of music i, I wonder if he just was like i'm fucking sick of my parents telling me yeah. what to fucking do <laughs> i'm gonna go fucking jam out to my fucking like i don't know fucking i don't i don't some know punk some music, hardcore yeah. punk shit and be like and mad about it for a bit 
when did Bad Brains come out? Like, when was their... Uh, they were, like, that was... late 70s. Yeah, yeah, so I bet he listened to fucking Bad Brains. Yeah. Oh, easily. Like, uh, oh, yeah, no, yeah. absolutely Bad Brains, for sure. <laughs> I love when artists want to do other kinds of music and do weird shit like fucking Snoop Dogg. <laughs> or Kanye West making Yeezus. That was hilarious. Oh, I think that album rips. But I know I'll get a lot of flack if I say that. That album is okay. No, I really like that album. <laughs> I was like, don't <laughs> lie. You really like that album. <laughs> it's Kanye trying to do Death Grips, all right? Yo. <laughs> just not as cool. But <laughs> All right, so we'll move on to the next song, which is another band that I've discovered fairly recently. But this one has more of a, a more of a historical edge to it rather than like I mean, the lyrics are definitely about something, but it has more of like a historical horror relevance to it. And that is uh, The Attack of the Dead Men by Sabaton from 2019. We'll go ahead and listen to that. Check it out. regards to the sound of that one it's very like triumphant sounding and very like you know going into like it's not like you're going to go into battle with this type of thing <laughs> sort of or like mourning sort of idea um but the interesting thing is what the lyrics are about and sabaton's big for doing like war history songs like every single song they do is about a battle or some historical battle that battled a battle way back when it's always like world war ii or like Middle Ages or World War One or something along those they lines. They even go into like some Japanese wars as well. Oh yeah, no, no. They go to the uh, the the uh, Shiroyama is about the um, fucking I forget I forget the name of it. It's about the rebellion of the samurai, like their last rebellion that they did. That's the thing. This stuff is very. I mean, Sabaton. No explanation. It is a power metal band. Oh, easy. Yeah. And you got the synths. You got the fucking trumpets. You got the high power, high just like guy that's just trying to make a fun like thematic kind of thing going something on. i always liked about this genre is the vocals are very like like chorale vocals like it sounds like a bunch of fucking people just like singing in the church like oh but like it's so powerful and that's kind of what you would expect from something that's regarding battles and wars yeah that, exactly like, collective voice that goes into it yeah i mean and like and like some of these wars were the time that people were like the like the most heroic and did some of the most crazy shit that we yep. can't we've not a lot of us have never experienced anything like yeah that. it creates a lot of mythical sort of people or people who did some crazy heroics to get their name written down somewhere and then they make songs about and it. And that's the thing. I feel like <laughs> Sabaton is glued to the History Channel. Yeah, hell yeah. They definitely yeah. I mean, they even have a YouTube channel yes. where they have a historian come in and then discuss, like, in length, the full events yes. of the historical event they're talking about. So, but anyway, but actually what the Battle of the Dead Men is, or it's called the Attack of the Dead Men, was uh, on the Eastern Front of World War One in 1915, and it was a battle between Russian and German forces. And basically what ended up happening is they were trying to take um, the, uh, the Ossowiec uh, Fortress, um, which is part of, was part of the Russian Empire, but now it's Poland. 
<laughs> and um, basically what happened was the Russians used chemical warfare. I mean, the, uh, the Germans used chemical warfare on the Russian troops that were there. And then when the Russians came out, they were, like, coughing up blood and stuff and, like, looked like like walking corpses. And it scared the shit out of the German arm, like, soldier <laughs> so much that they just fucking bolted. They just left. Like, we're like, I don't want to deal with this. Oh, Hans, uh, there are zombies coming for us. What are we going to do? Oh, no. <laughs> we're going to have to tell Wilhelm about this. What are we going to do? Oh, no. <laughs> Was this predating the crack chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean i mean I that would have been was, that was world war that was world war ii, II right was yeah there was so they didn't, they didn't have the they didn't have the the boost to get through yeah. it the, the panzer well, chocolate i mean so if you're looking at like the german the german like the actual like number of troops that they had the german like the german belligerents as they're put down they had about like eight thousand guys Seven thousand, eight thousand guys, and the Russians only had about, like nineteen hundred, like ha- like like less than half that force. Oh, shit. And still, like you know, like people don't consider like the morality of war and how much that plays into like soldiers actually fighting right. and how big that is. So the fact that like <laughs> like a much smaller group were so scary looking that it made a larger force go fuck this, leaving. And, um, <laughs> leaving. Yeah, they actually like they actually held them off that time too, which is really interesting to me I, I feel like treyarch takes inspirations from these kinds of things with in regards to their nazi zombies game oh yeah uh, just like they take predate kind of stuff and they try to make their spin on it you know i actually watched a two-hour video about that shit about the like story length of that shit nice. turns out covid is actually like factually in the black ops universe <laughs> yeah i remember <laughs> you mentioning that before it's like yo bro i heard you like wolfenstein yeah it's just, <laughs> that's the thing like it's very over the top, but when you get into that weird, like, secret facility type of, like, experiments and, like, d- design stuff, it gets really scary. Also, a gnarly time when they were using weapons that are now considered against, like, the, the rules Convention. of war and the Geneva, yeah, the Geneva Convention. Convention. They were like, whoa, you're melting off people's skin? You probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, that's probably exactly the- <laughs> That's taking it too far. Right. You know, bomb their cities, but yeah, don't just, melt their yeah, cities. Just, just, Real just shit, shoot though. them uh, like normal people do. Wow, why would you ever... Why would you ever? <laughs> it's like it's okay. We just showed them the power of the sun twice. I mean, this is like the time. This is like the time of trench warfare, which is like some of the most oh yeah, warfare, wow. like ever. I love the memes for that. I'm sorry. The <laughs> oh, fucking yeah, the, the tr- crazy Americans running in hey, with shotguns. Hey, no one cares about your fucking memes. If you want to see more trench warfare, <laughs> check out on the John Hour. No, check out, yeah, check right. out John Hour memes. Um, oh my god, it doesn't exist. damn how did i get roasted again (laughs) real shit though can you please do a segment on memes what like what do you mean like for the fucking patreon oh yeah i could do that hey (laughs) super easy snaps all around baby yeah i could literally do a whole thing on wartime memes not gonna lie do it it'd be really it's gonna be like not tasteful, but it's going to be fucking hilarious. <laughs> Cowabunga it is. I fucking love that one. I love that meme. All right. So moving on, we have discussed that. Uh, moving on, we've got uh, the next song we have is Twin Temples Sex Magic from 2019. Oh, nice. My favorite magic. Yeah. Hey. I think hey. everyone's Starry nightmares, hey. 
Mer showed Twin Temple to me recently and was like, it's satanic doo-wop. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is that? And then um, these actually lyrics are actually short enough for me to read them because they're not very long at all. Um, and I, like, I've never really listened to that much doo-wop. And I was like, oh, I guess this is doo-wop. Cool. Okay. Interesting. Um, but the uh, lyrics themselves are the the, sty- uh, the starry night we met, his hair black as jet, he wore a sigil of Baphomet. I kissed him and said, sex magic, sex magic, ava satanus, sex magic. <laughs> we undress, I know he worships me, the serpent circles Eve, our love comes supernaturally. We penned our sigil drawn on a human skull, demonic, devotional. We sealed our little death ritual. His lips were blood red. Sex magic. Ava Satanus does that like four times. <laughs> I am a witch. I turn to Satan. I don't have sex for procreation. I use <laughs> the rites for invocation. Non-servium is my incantation. And then sex magic. Ava Satanus. Dope. I really like the sound of this because it's very like dreamy, like 60s pop rock kind of music. And it reminds me a lot of the era when Antoine LaVey was like a big figure yep. in the community yep. and in the culture of, you know, Satanism. Although he's kind of disregarded now as far as Satanism True. goes because he's kind of a hack. But, you know, <laughs> I feel like this is this sound is very encompassing of that era. They should have been in the movie The Love Witch. That's yeah. absolutely <laughs> that would have been a perfect. This is such a good song this. to be in that, but this is definitely uh the era of when people were dressing up a specific way. It's like, oh, you had your greasers. <laughs> you had all the people <laughs> who were showing up to these spots to meet each other, dance, sing, here that go to a club and listen to a song like this. I appreciate the throwback style. That's a thing that we're seeing yeah. a lot with the twenty tens. You got <laughs> the throwback style, but you book Put your own spin on it. Yeah, pretty much. You have all types of har- of genres just blending together. Uh, that's the thing. Like, doo-wop and sat- Satanism has never been a thing. And then when you look at, like, the era of it, Satanism was a very scary thing. And so the fact that these people are coming out to- today and making their own song that is in the style of doo-wop, that style of clean, friendly, like, fucking, you know, put my suit on and go to work style shit. But doing it with a satanic edge, I believe, is really cool. I love the femme fatale in this shit. I don't have sex for procreation. I do it for my own invocation. Yes. Shit's hard. Yes. Thank you, Spotify Discover. (laughs) (laughs) True that. Oh, man. Oh, also, this this playlist, we can make this available for people to go and find it, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll do that so you can listen to the full songs. Yes, um, I think we've I think we've pretty much covered all of that. Yeah, if you want a throwback sound that's fucking has a spin on it, go for it. I love a good spin. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then so the uh, last song we'll be discussing tonight is another uh, group that Murr showed me that uh, does like a that does like a combination, but that's uh, "Don't Come to the Woods" by Backwash from also from 2019. Don't come to the woods. Don't come to the woods. Straight in the nitty gritty, I'm Pegasus in the mixing. Then you get aware that we getting busy and bad. I'm competitive as a fatty as ever. Menacing in layers of leather and greatest interpreters. And ding dong, the bitch is here. I've been summoned from 150 years. Got a couple things with mamas, is the witch is here. Little bitch, don't come to the woods. 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 
tight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's 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 good. The, the, this shit is hard because the bass hits too hard. Um, it's like, yo, dog, I heard you like Tech Nine. <laughs> <laughs> or fucking like run to the like run, run the jewels. Also. Yeah, run yeah. the jewels for sure. Well, that, that's the thing with the current 2010s. As I said, people do their spin on things. Yeah. Horror, horror rap has been a thing for a long time. Uh, we will talk about a Gravedigger song in another episode. But that's <laughs> it does not thing. get enough love. It does not. But that's the thing. I found this song surprisingly. I was watching a Code Orange stream, nice. and they had a head, a heavy head, head, uh, metal head, fucking headbangers ball oh, specifically that's a lot of... before the fucking show started. Oh, so it was okay. a, a full stream show because of COVID. Uh, you had to pay fifteen dollars to do the entry. But they had some fucking schmuck from Sirius XM. Yeah, I call you a schmuck because you're a cuck. <laughs> Just come in and be like, all right, we're going to play some song. He played some Harm's Way, played some Year of the Knife, you know, other random hardcore shit that Code Orange is affiliated with. Code Orange actually really likes hardcore hip-hop or hip-hop with a Hell horror yeah. element to it. They love the band Horror. They love the band. Uh, this band that we just found, Backwash, it is a single person, but they do their own spin with uh, relevant lyrics and, you know, just that super deep bassy type of horror rap. And it's a very specific thing that has happened. We've seen it with the 2010s explode with several other genres, uh, but it is something that is very unique. And, uh, yeah. I think, like, lyrically, they have a lot of, uh, for this song in particular, you know, sort of like a, like it's a warning Clearly, you know, don't don't come to the woods or we're going to fucking, like, destroy you, <laughs> basically, I, idea. I mean, but the fact that he's, like, I was summoned from 150 years, uh, fucking, he's, like, came through, like, Medusa's back, fucking, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even catch this lyric that was in here. I'm going to get in trouble, though, but I don't care. Whatever. It says the double F word. Yeah, it says the double F. It says the double GF. Just do uh, it. I'm just going to fucking yeah, read go, it, dude. Oh, it's just like, like baffle me up in this faggot shit, and I'm back in this. Oh, whatever. Um, and then confuse Nazareth with the panicness. Um, and then so it's it, they've got a lot of references like that, as well as the sound The sound itself is also very, like, like Mer said, it's got way too much bass on it. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but in a good way. It's a good too much. I love that fucking dirty bass, like, fucking line that oh, just yeah. punches you in the face. That's the shit you want to listen to in your car. With really loud. Bass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Way the fuck up. Yeah. And, but it's also, it just feels kind of creepy, too. Like, yeah. the whole, yeah. like... It definitely has a lot of air in this song as well, a lot of breathing room in it. I feel like this kind of genre definitely gave birth to the kind of hip-hop genre that's going on right now, that, like, emo boy rap shit, you know? Who's that dude, Corpse? You know that that E-Girls song? That's what this shit reminds me of. Like, music-wise, sound-wise, yes. Lyrics-wise, not so much, but, like, damn. <laughs> yeah. well, that's that's yeah. the thing. Like, you got, like, acts like horror, and you got acts like Ghost Mane, just, like, trying to do <laughs> their <Mane>. thing. <laughs> Ghost Mane's funny. My friend got blocked from him on Twitter. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Probably isn't that hard, but... <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, in the 2010s, you got this new fucking era of stuff that people are trying to, to play off. The thing is, the best part about the song, it's only like two minutes long. So you can play this banger quite a lot, but yeah, don't oh, yeah. come to the woods. It's an omen. It's yeah, it's definitely an omen for sure. <laughs> don't come to our woods. Yeah. Go to those other to woods. woods. <laughs> yeah. Go to, yeah. Go to the other trees over that way. <laughs> these are our trees. Yeah. We like these ones. Not for you though. Not for um, you. And so that is basically all of the songs that I brought. Um, what did you guys, what were you guys' favorite uh, selections from this one, you think? I'm always going to go with Thriller. 
got to go with Thriller. How typical. Very typical. <laughs> it's like, it's so iconic. And it's still one of my favorite songs. I will never skip that song when it comes up. I got to go with Camouflage. Yeah. <laughs> only, only <laughs> my be- boy. <laughs> only because I've been beaten to death with it in the car. Uh, <laughs> he's like, I cannot like, listen to anything like, else on the way over here. But when it gets in your head, you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, Camouflage. That, that, like, yeah, that, that, that chorus is great. Whoa, we, showed, we showed it to a friend for the first time. And they were like. This is a sick-ass song. Yeah, I get camouflage. <laughs> Fuck yeah. But the rap song is the second for me because that's fucking dope. Oh, the Don't yeah, Come to the Woods? Yeah, yeah. Backwash is yeah. great. I think my personal favorites, I have two, is All My Friends Are Zombies because that's a classic hit for yeah. me. I, like, blasted that shit when I was in high school all the time. <laughs> and uh, Sex Magic is really fun, too. I love the vibe. I love the concept. I love the lyrics. It's cool. It's cool. I, I'm going to have to agree with Murr because Camouflage is also my favorite on here. But um, second is also Sex Magic because it's such a weird thing to combine the two. Yeah. To combine doo-wop really with, like, with like satanic elements. Like I find that very, like I don't very new, very interesting. If you're a modern day witch and you're not listening to the fucking Twin Temples, you need to rethink your life a little. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know about them till now. Are you trying to say something? No. What, what this wanna, means? You want to fucking go? You want to fucking go? I'll this, hex you, bitch. What this means is you go on Spotify. Don't come to the woods. <laughs> I'll go Blair Witch on your ass. That, that's the thing. Just go on the artist. Hit their hit their fucking albums. There's some good shit on there. Hell wow, yeah. I just got really aggressive now. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> let, me take, let me dial it back a bit. I'm going to cry. Whoa. It's okay. We'll hug it out later. Okay. okay? Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> and and with that, thank you so much for uh, listening and uh, discussing these with me tonight. You you could find us on Patreon oh. as well as Google Play. Right. I was gonna do that. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I was I was totally gonna do that. I totally remembered to do that. Go well, for it. Is. Go good for job. it. Well, you can find us on all of the streaming services. Spotify is one of the biggest ones. If it streams, we're on that shit. Find it. Check out our merch. You can literally Google bringing down the grindhouse. Yeah, absolutely and Google bring bringing down the grindhouse. Um, and uh, yeah, also check out the little merch at Teespring as well. If there's another article of clothing or something along those lines that you'd like done, let us know and we can uh, make something for you. Thank you. There's the Patreon as well. Oh, yes. Of course, there's also uh, the Patreon. Uh, I wouldn't forget something like that. <laughs> uh, and uh, you can definitely go subscribe on there. And then if you pay us, you can request movies for us to cover as well. Or any piece of horror media that you would like us to discuss. Or anything in general, honestly, if you're paying us. <laughs> yeah, We're a slut for the dollar. <laughs> we appreciate that $2, bro. Yeah, yeah well, I, we do. I do. No, honestly, $2 hey, goes a long way, man. Hey, guys, corporal funds are in the bank. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and uh, thank you so much for all this. Have a good night. I'm Mitch. I'm Mer. I'm Justine. And I'm Jonathan. Thank you. Tight. Tight. <laughs>